Hey everybody, this is Chelsea Schaefer and Caitlin Gustav, and this is The Score, the official podcast of the sport of team roping. This is the Team Roping Journal's semi-weekly podcast, highlighting the team roping industry's top talents and influencers through stories that inspire and connect ropers. We sit down with ropers from the professional ranks, as well as industry icons and producers to delve into topics that make the team roping world tick. This is season two. It will feature even deeper interviews, storytelling, and issue-based coverage, and we are so excited you're here. All right, Caitlin, how are you? Good, and you? Good. It's, this is the end. I know. We're done. Well, not done. It feels like we're done. <laughs> For like a month. Yeah. But not even a month. No, because we have there's US lots of craziness, and yeah, and we're, and we're going to the real Force maturity. And we've got so many things happening, but right now, for a second, the rat race is over as far as Caitlin and I scrambling to keep up with what everybody is doing all the time. <sighs> I can quit pulling my hair out. I know. So, guys, uh, you got to <laughs> thank Caitlin. She has been absolutely tireless when it comes to updating all of the circuit standings, the rookie standings, the rookie races over. Who are the rookies of the year? Cal Fuller and Peyton Bray. No surprises there. No. They started to pull ahead of the pack pretty early, so congrats, guys. Mm-hmm. They are the Resistel Rookies of the Year. Um, so circuit finals are getting ready to start. I know the California circuit finals are this weekend, mm-hmm. um, so we'll be updating. Check out our website for all of that. That's brought to you by Fastback Ropes. Um, the horse stories are up right now. Our list of the 2019 NFR Head and Heel Horses Um Every horse that helped their jockeys or their ropers get to the finals, their pedigrees are online. That's a, it's a big favorite for folks. We've got, of course, the list of the guys that are making the finals. And we have an awesome video up that is presented by Soft Ride Equine Comfort Boots about... Jackal. Jackal. Um, we got to film that this year during the BFI, and it was a blast. We had a ton of fun. Um, our producer, Mariah Hammerschmidt, did an amazing job. Soft Ride supports us telling these kind of really cool horse stories. And as soon as Caitlin and I get a chance to edit it and put it together, mm-hmm. we will have an extended version of Jackal's life story as a special edition brought to you by Soft Ride mm-hmm. of this podcast. So stand by for that I'll, as we free up our time um, in the next couple weeks. Um, I will update you all as to when that's coming out. Check for check the Facebook page and the website for that. Oh, and don't forget, later this week, we should be finding out uh, which head and heel horses are winning the AQHA and yeah. PRCA Horse of the Year. Yeah, Horses of the Year. Um, you know, the, the nomination form said uh, voting closes, I believe, October 4th, mm-hmm. and... Um, will be announced shortly. Winners will be announced shortly thereafter. So mm-hmm. we will be waiting for that shortly thereafter. Um, additionally, we have a cool video from Trevor Brazil that's going to go up next Monday. Um, I hope you're following all of our Facebook page. You should subscribe to our e-newsletter because you get that first. Then um, it hits your mailbox. And we've got these videos with Trevor that are just so informational. They are by far our most viewed thing on our website um, all year long. Everybody is clamoring for that knowledge from Trevor, so check it out. And that's housekeeping for the week. No, housekeeping isn't done for the week. No. Because, so that so you've got an episode of The Score coming up on Thursday with Baron Lucero. It's going to remind you, and I'll remind you as well, that the, uh, that the entry deadline for the World Series finale is October 4th. That is coming in hot. End of the week, make sure you've got those entry forms filled out. You are headed to Vegas for the World Series of Team Open Finale. That includes 
open ropers mm-hmm. for the team roping journals. Open to the World Series. Open to the World Series of Team Roping Finale. Yes. Check it out. All right. So our guest today is Tyler Worley. Um, he's the one who checks in with us. He made the cut at number 15. This is his first NFR qualification. Um, he is from Arkansas. He has been hammering it out on the road. Last year, he won about 55000 This year, number 15, he's getting to go to Vegas. So, Tyler is, we've not really ever talked to Tyler before. I've, mm-hmm. I've maybe said hi to him at a rope or two. So, very much excited to have him on the podcast. We'll look for a longer version of a podcast with him, hopefully, in the coming months. Um, but glad he stopped by to share his excitement with uh, about going to Vegas with us. We will have a list of teams up on our website, too. We talk about who Tyler's going to rope with. He's roping with Tate Kirkenschlager. But we'll have a list of all the teams up later today on the website, so check that out. All right, everybody, <laughs> enjoy this episode, and we thanks, thank you very much for listening. Hear me? Yeah. Hi, hey, Tyler. I got you now. Awesome. Well, congratulations. Welcome to the Short Score podcast because you are an NFR qualifier now, so we want to talk to you. That sounds terrible. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds really terrible. That's not how I mean it, though. I just pulled your bio up on PRCA's website, and the headshot that they have of you Uh has no beard, no glasses. Uh I don't think I know you without a beard and glasses. Are you going to be as clean-shaven as you are in your... Pro Rodeo profile pic at at the finals. Like you have no beard and no glasses, and I don't recognize you. Well, that was my first year rodeoing, and I well, <laughs> honestly, I, I don't think I probably could have grown a beard then. But <laughs> I I wore glasses still, but I was still wearing contacts, so yeah, the glasses were a little later. And then this last fall, when I came home, I got uh, LASIK surgery, so. No, no more of those. No big horn rim glasses anymore? No, man. I'm done with that. Man, that was like your look. I know. <laughs> I know. I hated it, though. It was it was pretty inconvenient. Yeah? Well, I am glad that glad you got the surgery then. Well, tell me, how have the last two days been for you? Like, did you know Sunday night? Like, when did you know? Well, Billy Jack, him and I were at the same rodeos in California and I knew that he was he said he was 7,000 behind me and then I missed one at Poway that morning Mm -hmm. and two more left so I had three left and so did Billy Jack so whenever I missed up there I thought man this is that's not what I needed to do now everybody's gonna pass me and then uh Billy Jack didn't do good there, and he called me right when we got to San Bernardino and told me congrats, and I said, well, are you sure? He <laughs> said, yes. Um, he said, I can't win enough, and uh, Aiden only had one rodeo left, and, and I was 4,100 ahead of him, and Stephenville wasn't going to pay that much, but I didn't relax because I thought, man, if one of these guys got the payoff wrong, I'm going to be devastated if I'm excited, and then they went enough to pass me. So I just kind of tried to stay calm and, and honestly hasn't really set sunk in yet. I, I drove to, uh, to my mom and dad's in Arkansas yesterday. I got back to, I was in Stephenville yesterday morning at our place and just took care of the horses and put some hay out and then drove up here to, uh, get all my other horses in our stock trailer. And, and I'm just going to stay up here till Billy Jack's wedding this weekend. And 
honestly just kind of take it easy and maybe go deer hunt a little bit. Yeah. Just just take a little vacation. I I feel really relieved because this <laughs> last couple of weeks has been super stressful and I did not do very good. No, you didn't but, do very good. Like what what do you mean where were you struggling we, and and how were we, you struggling? Uh, well, I mean honestly I mean I was just pretty nervous like I, I usually don't get nervous it never really bothers me but uh I'd never been in that spot before and uh it really mattered then and we uh we were fortunate enough we um went to Texarkana and Pasadena the week I guess not this week but last week or the week before and uh we did we we did good there we won a little bit at Texarkana and we caught our first one at Pasadena and so we went back to run our second one at Pasadena on Tuesday night, and I knew that we couldn't win much unless we made a really good run. And our Jeff did a great job, spun a really good steer, and I kind of chickened out and took one more swing over him and just caught him. And we were winning fourth, but there wasn't a whole lot of teams that could move us. And I, I told myself, if I win $400 here, That'll put me over 71000 and I'll feel way better. And uh, I didn't think it was going to make that much difference, but we won fifth and won four-something for that. <laughs> and then, and that was uh, what put me over seventy-one. And I wasn't safe by any means, and I thought, man, I need to win a lot more to feel safe. But that was the last check that I won right there. Mm-hmm. I had six rodeos the last, last week, and I didn't do any good at any of them. <laughs> So luckily that $400 really paid off. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now tell me who all did you rope with this year? Were you with Jeff all year? Tell me how the, no, how the year went. No, ma'am. I, I roped with Matt Sherwood this winter. Yeah. And, uh, him and I just kind of decided to, uh, rope all winter because he, he likes to go to Canada and I'd never been. And I told him when we started roping, I said, man, I would really rather just stay down here you know, and just try to get to all these and not have to worry about going up there and going back and forth. And, and he said, well, let's just rope through Austin and we'll figure it out. So, uh, that was our plan. And, uh, we didn't do very good right off the bat. We, we made it back at Fort Worth and won a little bit and won a little and around at Odessa. But, uh, then, then Jeff called me and asked me to rope. And I told Matt, I said, Hey, if you want to keep roping, I want to rope with you, but he had already told me that I could find somebody else because he felt like he hadn't done a good job. And I said, man, I'm not going to cut you. I want mm-hmm. to keep roping with you. And, and I said, what do I need to do? If you want to rope, I want to rope with you, but Jeff has asked me, so I'm going to let you make the call. And he said, well, you got to do that. So so then Jeff and I started roping in uh, after California. Sherwood went to California with me and we roped through there, and, and we ended up, after we decided to rope with other people, we did good. We won, like, 18000 that winter, you know, so yeah. it worked out good. We did good at Houston and, and a little bit of good at San Antonio, and and it was it was a lot of fun. But both of those guys did great all year. I mean, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Now, the rumor on the street is that you're open with Tate Kirkenschlager at the NFR. True, false? Yeah, yeah that's true. Awesome. Have you ever roped with Tate before? Yeah, I guess it would have been last year. Last winter, all the way through California. And I think we won 6,500, maybe. 
<laughs> we didn't do very good. Tate did a really good job for me, and I struggled. I did a bad job, and I told him after after Guyman, I said, "Hey, man, I would rather be friends than partners because I've missed every time, and you need to find somebody that can catch because I'm not doing it for you." <laughs> so, so we we quit roping together, and that's when I started roping with Bubba Buckaloo, and uh, but we just. Tate's one of my best friends, and I think it's going to be a blast getting to rope with my one of my best friends out there and have fun and, you know, get to rope for that much money. So, and we can, we rope together all the time. We practice together all the time anyways, and we're always, our wives are good friends. So, it's going to be fun, I think. I'm really looking forward to it. He's got great head horses, too. And have, you rode a bunch of different horses this year. Which one are you going to, what's one, round one, who are you going to ride? Do you know? I'm gonna ride. Uh, I'm gonna ride this sorrel that I call Bon Jovi. I'm gonna ride him. He's. Uh, I just got him. Uh, probably. I bought him from Chase Trine. I think I bought him. Uh, I went and tried him right after Deadwood. Hmm. Um, and I, I think the first place I rode him was Heber City, and he's he's the best horse I've ever had. Like he's he's really good. Cool. Very cool. And are do you tap your father-in-law for advice? ever or do well <laughs> sometimes he he's been out of the loop for a long time but he's always uh you know if it ever goes bad he's always like hey just just stay after him mm-hmm. yeah, it's gonna be all right you know like he's really positive he he's been awesome you know for me to just have somebody to talk to and somebody that's been there you know yeah and uh, he's just he he's been really good to me very good. All right, sir. Well, congratulations. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Jesse. All right. Talk to you soon, Tyler. Yes, ma'am. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, everybody. Remember, October 4th, get those entries postmarked to the World Series of Team Rumble finale. We can't wait to see you in Vegas.